People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our grain-free rolled food. It's protein-packed with less risk of food sensitivity. Blog Talk Radio.
lot of lost if somehow found Things, things are only what you August 19th, 2015, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I'm your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show for anyone and everyone out there. Boy Crazy Radio is not just for girls. It's not for gay dudes only. It's for everybody. It's an equal opportunist uh, situation. The only reason I say that is because when I tell people that I host a call-in advice show where I serve as a big sister who listens to people's problems and doles out advice, the most annoying answer or response I get is, boy crazy radio, is that only for gay dudes and girls? And I go, fuck you, never call in, how dare you, slash, you know what, I understand that question, that's totally fine, and here's the answer, no, it's for everybody. You guys, here's the thing. I want you to call in because the whole point of the show is to talk to you and uh, get into your issues and your woes and whatnot. Telephone number to call in is 646-378-0649. And if you're too much of a puss to call in to the show, uh, that's fine. You can tweet me your question or your problem or your comment to at Alexi Wasser. You can also email me your question if you have more than however many characters Twitter allows for. Uh, email me at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject big sis. And then, you know, just include all the pertinent information or whatever. Oh, my God, you guys, so many thoughts and feelings, so many things to say. Last week, I got right to the phone call, and I didn't, uh, you know, talk about what I've been noticing in my own life and go off on a weird bender about, uh, you know, what's going on with me. And... Uh, People gave me shit about it. I thought I would have been like, I thought I was like doing everybody a favor, shutting the fuck up for a moment and getting right to the calls. So tonight I'm going to try to find a happy balance. I'm going to get to uh, the 413 number that keeps trying to call in and then hanging up or whatever. I, I see you. I see you, 413. I don't know what area code that means or where, where you're calling from, but I would like to talk to you at some point. But uh, here's where I'm at tonight. Thank you for tuning in, by the way. Whether you're listening to the live show or you're listening to a rebroadcast, uh, you know, after you've subscribed on iTunes, maybe. Um, I appreciate you just being here and listening to my voice in the ether, buried in the deep vortex that is the, the interweb. Uh, hello? Hello? Um, all right. So tonight, I'm super PMSy and very emotional. You're catching Boy Crazy Radio hosted by me on a very emotional night. I'm feeling a lot of feelings. Uh, you know, this earlier today I was just like, I could, I was just, oh my God, is anybody else feeling this way? Because I feel like I keep asking people that and, or, and not even asking people and they're volunteering the information telling me that they're like really depressed, glum. Men and women are, are saying that they're feeling the same way that I am. So they can't be PMSing. So something must be in the air. I don't know what it is, but I'll just tell you what I'm noticing. Yeah, so I was fucking bummed out today. All day. 
and uh, my period is right around the corner. I'm feeling very oily, gross. I feel like a monster. I feel like I've gained weight. These are things that, you know, girls can relate to. When you feel like this, you feel lackluster. Um, I don't care if it is water weight. I'm not feeling good. I'm not feeling sexy. Um, last week was totally different. Last week around this time, I, you know, LA has been an inferno. It's been super duper hot. And last week I was like a cat in heat. And I was going through my phone. Just Here's where it started from. People weren't texting me back. So I decided, well, my phone must be broken. I mean, I better clear out my phone because all these people, men and women, girls and boys, must just romantically uh, related to me, um, were not texting me back. And I thought, this is insane. Clearly, my phone must be all clogged up with unnecessary stuff. So I deleted, like, thousands of photos and old texts and voice notes. And I was just, like, really getting into my phone. And, like, there's been shit on there for, like, you know, that I really don't need for, like, years and years and years. So I deleted lots of stuff. So when I was going through my text, I found a text from exactly two years ago to that day. And it was between me and some guy. And the guy, I've had a crush on him for a long time. Uh, I don't really know him very well. We're like acquaintances. And I think, you know, we had this flirty moment for a second. And I just, I've always thought he's a dreamboat. He's gorgeous. He's tall. He's, he's uh, strapping. He's sexy. He's a good dresser. He's talented. He's a master at what he does. Anyway, I appreciated the guy from a distance. And we were acquaintances. So two years ago, he texted me something along the lines of, Alexi, uh, where can I find a girl that likes Larry David? And I was like, hey, I'm right here, but I have a, I'm in a relationship. You know, good luck or something. Because I was in a relationship. So I thought, fuck it. It's two years since then. I don't know if he's dating anyone, but I'm feeling like a cat in heat. It's too crazy that our last text exchange was two years to that day. I'm going to text him right now. Perfect excuse. By the way, just giving out some information and, and some dating advice uh, during the course of this story. Uh, texting someone back on the exact same day you guys texted years prior is a perfect thing and a perfect excuse to just like start up, start up a flirtation with someone. Another great way to do it, you can always just text somebody you have a crush on and go, I had a dream about you. Yeah, you can always use like a bullshit dream uh, excuse as a reason to get something going. Um, works like a charm every time. But, you know, women can really get away with anything because, you know, men are dying to have sex with you probably, I think. Um, and if you're feeling bold and don't worry about uh, perhaps looking desperate and you can push your ego aside and you don't give a fuck, you can really own the world. Anyway, so I texted him. We start, he's like, oh, it's crazy. We got a back and forth going. Now we're two years older. We're two years, uh, you know, uh, you know, further along towards death or, you know, headed towards death or whatever. So, like, we're, you know, we're acting more adult-like and stuff. Uh, we're going to get to the point faster. So he asked me if I want to go get a drink that night. And I go, yeah, this is great. We're both single. We're both going to get a drink. So we get a drink. I talk a lot more than he does. Um, he picks me up. He's gorgeous. He is fucking gorgeous. I can't believe it. He's more beautiful than I ever remembered. This is insane. But he doesn't talk a lot. But that's fine because my ex-boyfriend didn't talk a lot. And then who is this guy anyway? I'm not trying to... I don't know what I'm looking for. Or do I? Anyway, he picks me up. We find a bar. We sit down. I'm yakking up a storm because I'm nervous. 
he's silent. I don't know if it's because he's nervous or that's just how he always is, but whatever. He just speaks less than I do. Most people do, but he's more extreme than most people on the end of, you know, on the silent tip, um, silent end of the spectrum. We go to a bar, freezing into the night. I have two drinks, he has two drinks, and I do the dumbest thing. Because I learned that he's in an open relationship, and I don't love this. This is not ideal for me. Why? Why should it matter to me? Well, it matters to me because I think deeply about everything. Uh, I'm not saying I'm judgmental, but I have a, probably have a, an opinion on everything, and I take things to heart, and I reflect on stuff. And I would never want to be in an open relationship. So this is like a new thing to me. Um, and while he's not my boyfriend, I'm not his girlfriend, I would like to consider it a date. And even if it is a date, and he can be on a date when he's in an open relationship. It's bizarre going into it knowing that he's already dating someone for a while and, uh, you know, loves her. And uh, anyway, so we're – I don't want to know about that shit. When you're getting to know someone, sure, there's a, you know, there's a – they can be doing whatever they want. And I can be doing whatever I want in theory. But when you actually know that people are doing shit – and have a whole other thing on the side that's like their main thing. It's just, it's just bizarre. That's my feeling. That's how I feel about it. All right. No judgment, but I probably sound like I'm totally judging it. But I, you know, it's like certain things work for me and whatever. Um. Then I do this dumb thing where I go, we order the drink. He pays for the first round, and I, I decide to be. I don't know what my problem is, but I say, oh God. It must be so frustrating to be a man have, and, and be expected to pay for everything and have that expectation put on you by women. And he's so cool. He just goes, oh, no, I, I don't feel that way at all. I, I just I know, I just wanted to get, our, get, get, get my drinks or whatever. But uh, if it makes you feel better, you can pay for the next round. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, why did I do this to myself? I was trying to be, like, politically correct and come at the – non-date, date, hang sesh, bro out, let's talk about what it means to be in an open relationship, uh, label-free moment with this dude and, and and be like some kind of dating, I don't know what I was, like sociologist person, like, and why am I talking about this shit? Why can't I just keep my fucking mouth shut? I mean, like, ugh. So that was annoying. I backed myself right into a corner. Um... Because ideally, I would like to save all the drinks. That'd be really great. I'm a monster. I'm a monster, and I'm old school. Um. Anyway, so we're, the, the the two drinks come and go. I don't really know what was to be expected. I'm not even sure if he's attracted to me. I don't know what what we're even doing there. Are we just chatting about dating and life? And uh, and I go, so what should we do now? And he goes, and I was like, are you even attracted to me? Like, do you? <laughs> and we end up making out. He goes, you know, I want to make out with you. That would be great. And I go, okay. Because by this, by this time, I'm tipsy. I'm not drunk. Two drinks in, I'm 5'11". I'm tipsy. We go outside. We have the most epic makeout in the world. On the street corner, in his car, running around Los Angeles. Fucking unbelievable. It's amazing. Oh, my God. I, I don't even know if I've ever had such a great makeout. I did not have sex with him. We just had an epic, wonderful makeout. It was cozy and great and wonderful. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I've been in a mood. Um, so the next day, I'm thinking, okay, I may never see this guy again that I had the epic makeout with. I've been texting, sexy texting a different guy. 
that I don't that I rarely see and we're friends on Facebook and like we have a million mutual friends and maybe we've met in person like twice in eight years or something and I was like fuck this I gotta cross this flirtation off the list I've just had amazing chemistry with one guy I don't know what his deal is I may never see him again the open relationship is weird I don't know what that is but that was fucking epic and now I just want to have sex like crazy and I had this other flirtation going on with the Facebook guy, with the Facebook slash dating app slash text guy. But because we're, we were friends on all these different avenues and channels, except in real life. So I'm on the phone with a girlfriend. I'm driving in Los Feliz, and I pull over. I text the dude I've been having like a flirtation with via text. And I say, are you home? Give me your address. I'm coming over. I went over to his house. We kissed. It was lovely. It was different and wasn't as animalistic and insane as the makeup that I had the day before. I could not stop thinking about this guy. Um, and in the past week, I, uh, me and the animalistic maker-outer guy have been trying to meet up again. Um, and we're going to meet up tonight after this podcast. But I canceled because in between the animalistic best makeout of my life, perhaps, and in between like that and tonight, I've become very moody, become greasy and PMSy. I've had the time to think about stuff, and I realized um, I don't, I don't want to have casual sex, and I don't want to have another casual thing, and I, I want to at least. I don't want to just reduce something to sex and have it be like, well, this guy is this thing to me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm actually glad I had this time and that, that, that the second hang session didn't sync up because I realized that uh, that as much as I fight it, I'm actually in the uh, in in the in the game of trying to find somebody I actually love and someone who can love me and not just like compartmentalize things and be like, this is the guy that I have sex with and who doesn't love me that I don't really communicate very well with, but oh my God, the makeup is amazing. That like doesn't interest me. So while I thought I could be all crazy and I probably could have like a few days prior, I could have like been out and about and run into the animalistic dude in the bar and been like, fuck, let's do this. It's amazing. And I could be in that mood like, you know, a week from now. But, uh, yeah, moody PMSing me has got me all grounded in like uh, in in, in uh, I don't know in not doing that. Anyway, I'm gonna shut the fuck up. I'm gonna get to the phone calls. I'm gonna take the first call of the night. Area code eight four five. Hi, Lexi. This is Jacqueline. Oh, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. But here's what I want everybody to do: when you call in the show you got to give me your name your age where you're calling from and then get into your problem just so everybody can kind of know yeah. who you are what's going on and all that sure of course um well i'm jacqueline a long time listener also i guess not like a really long time caller but yeah i called a couple of times and i'm calling from new york and i'm 23 years old exciting tell me everything what's going on and was, was that long long of what i just does that make any sense it does honestly like what you're talking about oh god I feel I don't want to say like I'm in a very similar place, but I think I think it was a great I think it's very relatable. Like everything you said, like I know that feeling where it's like at one point like 
I don't know if I want casual dating right now or not. Like, I'm at the, basically, I'm in the same place, kind of. Okay, yeah. good. I don't, I don't want to feel alone in this. I just wanted to make I, make sure I uh, communicated that clearly because I feel like I was all over. No, it was, but, uh, okay. like, honestly, yeah. What's going on with you tonight? Um. Well, my question is not very specific. It kind of relates to my situation, but also in general because I'm, uh, I guess, like I'm single and I'm dating casually and I'm learning a lot about myself. One of the things is that I'm kind of I'm pretty jealous person, <laughs> and I'm trying to navigate the world of casual dating because it's so damn confusing. Um, I've had some experiences, and you know about some of them. They've been kind of negative, where it's been like miscommunication, et cetera, et cetera. And I started seeing another guy, and yeah, my question is about him. Just met this guy like a week ago. It was, like, completely random. Me and my friend went to Susan's gym, and I met this, like, super, super gorgeous guy. And we started talking and basically exchanged numbers and started hanging out. And right now we're at a point where we basically, like, we pretty much, like, had sex. Like, we hadn't had sex, but we kind of messed around, you know. And... I don't know, like, we have an incredible chemistry. Just, it's just incredible. It's, like, literally the best sex of my life. But I'm kind of scared because I'm scared to be emotionally attached because it's, like, it's like we, we've known each other for, like, a week and a half, for two weeks. And I'm not sure, like, again, I want to protect my heart, and I don't know where it's going. Like, I feel it's weird and not sexy to, like, you know, you just met someone and you're like, what does this mean? Are we going to be boyfriend and girlfriend, et cetera, et cetera. And he tells me, like, oh, you know, you can ask me whatever you want. Don't edit yourself ever around me, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I don't know how to ask him about, like, how does he see this, et cetera, et cetera. I know that he never had, he told me that he never had, like, a serious relationship. And he... Not like emotionally available, but he just said that I guess he hurt a lot of people. So I don't know. I'm just kind of, I want this to continue. I want to live in the moment. At the same time, I, I don't want to be hurt. Well, the thing is, that's the weird thing. Okay, so you've got a few things you can do. You've got your intuition, which is what I use in the situation I'm in, where like this guy I'm sure is lovely or whatever, but like I can have fun and it could be whatever it is. And, but, like, my intuition tells me, like, well, you want something different and this is going in one direction and, like, you've already reduced yourself to sex and, and like, maybe that's not exactly what you want and it isn't in line with, like, what you're going for right now, Lexi. So, like, I'm listening to my intuition, whatever. Um, your thing is um, you can't control what's happening with this guy you're dating. And, like, I, I get you want to be, like, you want him to kind of essentially tell you he's not going to hurt your feelings, everything's going to be fine, and he likes you and all He can't do that for you. He can't because even if he did love you today and for the next year and vice versa and like you guys were in love, that could that bubble could burst, you know. I and and you guys could you know suffer the worst heartbreak uh, a year from now. Like none of this is safe. When you walk into when you step into a relationship with someone and you make yourself vulnerable, you're stepping into the potential to be heartbroken, whether it's in like a few hours or a week or like years or whatever or months. So it's like. You have to listen to what your intuition is telling you. Like in that, and this if you like kind of listen to how you're feeling and pay attention to how you're feeling when you're around him. Is it, does it seem like he's like legit in the way he is? Is he kind and considerate? Does he seem like a nice person and actually like want you to feel good and make you happy and, and care about you and, and enjoy spending time with you? Like 
or does he or does it feel like he's pulling a fast one on you and he's got a bunch of other girls on the side and like he's just you know kind of lying to you and he's just being charming or something like you have to just kind of quiet yourself and and be honest with how you feel when you're around him you know and then and then you just have to like take it minute by minute and day by day and not try to control the thing and ask him questions because about like what's going to happen you you just have to kind of like be in it with him like when you hang out with him and you guys are like walking down the street that's all you're doing you're walking down the street when he gets something to eat or eating, you're, you know and you're making out you're making out like you know and then just see how it goes like does he follow through with stuff does he does he call you uh when he says he's going to call you does he text you when he says he's going to text you um is he considerate does he have follow through is he you know what i mean like you just have to like yeah Pay attention to what happens day by day. You can't like try to be like, tell me everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> like, it's just like that will be that'll, that'll, that can scare a person in a way that was like totally open to just getting to know you because you guys like owe each other nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So how would you? Okay, well one of my problems is that like I'm not a crazy jealous person, but just because of very undefined. Like again, we're casually dating. We're just met each other. Of course, we're not, like, exclusive talking to other people, but, like, I, he mentioned a girl, and the thing is, I didn't understand in which context, like, I, I've actually met her before, and I got so upset, like, he was talking to his friend, and I got so upset, like, I didn't show it, but then I realized that I overreacted, and I was wondering, like, what are, I don't know, what are your tips for, like, dealing when you're, like, talking to someone you're not exclusive? And, like, how do you keep your jealousy in check? Like, I don't want to ask him, oh, are you sleeping with other people? Because I have to be ready for the answer. But Wait, well, what happened with the person that he was, what did he say about a girl? It was it was just a weird, basically, um, the other day, like, me and his friends went out to this, like, really beautiful place in New York, and we all hung out. And his friend, one of his friends brought a girl there, like, who's also his, like, I guess, friend. And they're all just chilling. I guess a girl brought weed and stuff, and we all kind of talked. And, I mean, it was kind of weird because he was, like, hugging me and stuff in front of her. So it was kind of clear that we're together, at least that we came together. And later on, his guy, I think there's something going on between his friend and the girl, but... The other day, I I met him by accident, and we were all talking, and he told his friend, oh, yeah, the girl is coming through. And his friend is like, oh, you're hanging out with her without that, like, the friend? And he's like, yeah, why? So I don't know in the context. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. Was it too much information? Is this like. No, a, a no, weird... no, no. I'm, I'm yeah. just like, I know. How did, you, how did you hear that? Like, you were in front of him? You were standing with him when somebody said that to him? Yeah, and I'm like, the thing is, but here's the thing. I didn't understand if it's like he, like he's hanging out with her one-on-one or he's telling his friend he, like, she's coming to meet with, like, them as a group. It's just her friend is not going to be there because he, I don't want to say she's like a dealer or something, but she was like, yeah, I'm going to hook you up, guys, with weed, blah, blah, blah. So, like, you know, I don't, like, I didn't want, like, I assumed the worst. Oh, wow. You know, he got her number, blah, blah, blah. He's, like, going to, like, they're going to do whatever. But then I'm like, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know that. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'd be I'd be weirded out. I'd be weirded out by that. Yeah. Connection is getting weird. Yeah. yeah. Why is it? It's all, like, flowy and weird and, like, I don't know. I think I think it's I think it's because I'm by the window. So there's like okay, I know. Okay. Yeah. Well, 
here's the thing. Um, that could potentially be sketchy. I don't know. Like, that sounds bizarre to me, too. But you can't do anything. Like, you just have to, like, keep your ears open for those things. And it does sound like you just need to, like, kind of relax a little because I feel like you are a little bit. I mean, I'm very high strung and I feel a lot of feelings and stuff, too. But, like, the energy, I'm getting the energy. I'm going to use the word energy. Like, I'm getting from you is, like, you've been burned before, right? Yeah. You've been burned before. You're on guard. You expect to be fucked over by every dude. You're like all freaky. You're trying to like control the situation. Like you're, you're totally like, you know, oh my God, what's that? <laughs> that's, 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 that, that's the vibe I'm getting. And it's like, it's not a cool vibe. It's not a sexy vibe. It's not, it's not, um, it's not ideal. And I just think you need to, you need to take a breath and you need to, to you and remember like, I'll even use me as an example. Like, I have a million things to do. If it doesn't work out with this guy, I'm not like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Like, he doesn't love me. I can't, or God, I need his girlfriend. It's just like, oh, you know what? Like, that, that's not going to work for me. Uh, I mean, I don't even know if this helps you. But, like, I I have shit to do on my own. I've got to work to, to get back to. I'm, like, super grounded and rooted in myself. And I feel like when you have that, then you're less rattled by other people. So it's like, this dude could be hooking up with with that girl, a million other girls, whatever. Or he could end up being whatever you want him to be in your life. And and you're still getting to know him. Because, like, don't put him on a pedestal and make it so he is, like, has all the power and, like, you'd be so lucky to be with him. You've got to think, like, he'd be so lucky to be with you. Like, if if he's not cool enough, he doesn't get to have you, you know? So you've got to, like, get back to yourself, figure out what it is, like, you're meant to be doing in this lifetime while you're here. And if it's schoolwork or, you know, starting, a, you know, whatever your career is or whatever your dreams and goals are, like, let that be your primary uh, purpose. And then, and then, then even though, of course, you want to fall in love and, of course, you want to be desired and, and, and love someone and, and have them love you and all that stuff, but, like, that will shake you up less if you have more of a foundation uh, for yourself. So, like, you should be rooted in, in you. So just relax and chill out on the fucking dude right now and just continue getting to know him before you get all angry and, and like, hopped up and on what he may or may not be doing. Like, and you can keep your eyes open, too. You're still allowed to date. I know you like this guy and you don't really want to date anybody else. But, you know get back to your creative stuff and your work stuff and your, you know, making your dreams and all your fucking goals come to life and then let this shit unfold with this dude. Let it unfold as you date him. And then you might find that he's totally annoying for a million other reasons and he might not even be cheating or not that you're exclusive anyway, but you know what I mean? Just let it happen with the dude. Don't try to fucking control the thing because then people can't breathe. And then you start attracting dudes who are like, I don't know, I feel like, you're you're putting out this energy that you're only going to start attracting guys who will cheat on you because like it's like some kind of oh weird thing. So just like breathe and do your own stuff, okay? Okay, Alexi, I I know that like I think um, I did... oh sorry, can you hear me? Yes. Oh okay. Um, yeah, I feel kind of very like as you said, like, I feel like I am getting off this vibe, but I think it's mostly my friend told me that I have this thing where, like, expect a guy, like, behave a certain way, and if he doesn't, I kind of get really disappointed and I get disillusioned, so I think that's what's happening. 
So I kind of take everything, like, I'm like, this is supposed to be this way. So I guess you're right. It's kind of not even controlling, but I'm like, this is this is what he's supposed to do. And if he doesn't do well, it, I'm like, okay. How about this? You have, I might get to another phone call right now, but um, you have what, you know, have an idea of what you want, what you expect from someone. And if they don't do that, like, that's, how about this? You have, then move on. Turn on your radio. I'm picking another 413, I'm picking a 413 number. Yeah, you're on right now, 413, but you're, you're, 413, can you turn on your radio? Or whatever it is, Hi. computer, the future? Hello, can you hear me? I am, can you turn on your computer? Yeah, sure, um, okay, okay I'll on. wait till you, I'll, you want me to wait till you do that? Yeah. I'm very emotional. Is it down? Yep. What's going on, what's your name, how old are you, and where are you calling from? Hi, I'm calling from another country, actually. I'm calling from Brazil. Uh, I live in Sao Paulo. Uh, and I'm calling. I sent you a Facebook message a few Oh, yes, I remember ago. this. How old are you? I'm 23 years old. You're 23. What's your name? Sabine. Sabine. This is so great. Okay, I'm so glad you called in. This is fantastic. Okay, so you're calling from Brazil. What's going on with you? Tell me everything. We're going to figure this shit out. All right. Um. So a few weeks ago, I sent you the message. I went out with this guy that I met on Tinder. He seemed really nice. Uh, he was like a journalist, very intellectual. In fact, like when he came up to talk to me on Tinder, it was a really good question. He was like, trying to talk to me about art and I was just like really impressed because these people are just like hey what's up and you know it's like very lame or just like casual things and he seemed really nice he seemed really interested we're talking for a while but then like the day of the date he got there kind of late but he like explained it to me and I was like oh, okay and we tried talking but it was so weird because it was just like a one-way conversation it wasn't like he was interested in me I was just like trying to make most of the conversation I was just like maybe i I thought maybe he was nervous or something weird was going on, but he he was like still kind of friendly. And then we went back to his place. Wait, what? And, you know, Wait, why did you go back? Why did you go back to his place if it was feeling weird? I don't know. I I felt at ease. And at the same time, it could be just like a weird. Like I think it was I was going through like also like a weird time for me. Because I was feeling a little bit lonely, so sometimes I might do that, where I, like, hook up with people just to kind of air some things out, or just, like, to maybe not feel as much. I think it's because I work a lot, and sometimes I just I, do I, things so I can... I totally get it. I know what you mean. That's that's what I was going through last week. I was just, I was feeling, like, sexy and, out, and, and crazy and sexual, and I was just like, I gotta get out into the world and make out with everybody. Like I was just like feeling wild, and then like a week later, I'm just like, don't touch me. I I feel so alone. I can't believe it. I feel but, so uh, weird okay. every week. It's like I'm a new person because sometimes I'm just going crazy and I feel like this femme fatale and I'm just you know going at people. And another week, I'll just be like totally mellow. I'll just be like this Jane Austen heroine. I'm just like reading my books, like not giving a shit about anything. Totally, it's so, it's so bizarre. It's so exciting. It's so exciting being a woman. I know, and especially in your 20s, I just feel like every day is a new discovery. I'm, like, walking on the street, and it's, like, everything's so insane. Well, so what happens? You go back to his place, and then what? And then we go back to his place, and then, you know, we're actually, we're making out at the front, like, of his apartment. We're just like, oh, okay, well, I guess it's almost like steps. It's so funny. I don't know 
I think it's strange, especially since he was American, and Americans have, like, a different way of, like, doing things than Brazilian guys. I don't know. Brazilian guys just talk, like, forever, and they, like, never get to the point, but we know what the point is. <laughs> and an American guy, it's so strange, because usually, I don't go, when I go on dates with American guys, like, they're very, I don't know if they're, like, I used to live in Massachusetts for a while, so everyone there seems to be more conservative. Like, they go out on dates. They just talk on the first date, you know, if things go well, like you hug and then you'd say goodbye. And here in Sao Paulo, I don't know. I don't know if it's because like, it's a bigger city. People have like a different approach to things or they're, you know, they try to do things quickly. You know, they're just like, they just jump to things. It's like, oh, okay, we're going to talk now. We're going to get drinks and then we're going to get together. We're going to hook up. And it's so strange. And I'm just like, oh, I mean, I, I kind of enjoy both things, but we go back so to what the happened? place. We, we we get together and you know it was great like he was really nice and it's not like one of those weird things where guys because sometimes guys are just like okay I'm just gonna you know do my thing get it out of my system make it rain or whatever <laughs> and oh <my> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then other guys it's like you know you hook up with them but they're really like worried about making sure you're happy or you know content with you know everything that's going on and he just seemed to be okay. really nice and so wait so you so you got together with the guys you had to, you guys had sex and he was great yeah he was accommodating and he wanted to make sure that you had an orgasm so that's great yeah and then he's just like making sure i'm well and he was he just say oh if you want to stay over you can stay over you can sleep and and i was just like oh okay we just you know slept together it was fine we were both like re- we we were like really comfortable with each other, like each other's yeah. presence and everything was okay. And then the next day we have like we wake up, we do it again. <laughs> so insane. And you know it was really good. And then I mean obviously I had to go somewhere around like ten in the morning because I work mostly at night or you know after okay. night. And then so well what? We and then it's so strange because usually I think. Or, or most of the time, every time I go out on a date, or most times, if I have a good time and the other person has a good time, there's always that moment of, you know, saying good or goodbyes and making sure we kind of reschedule to do something else. And it was, we like kiss goodbye. And then we don't, we don't even say anything. You know, it was so strange. And, the, and I was just like, maybe it was just a hookup thing. But it, it also, I think at that point, I was also more frustrated because I was feeling lonely. Okay. And I think about like. Wait, wait. But, but, but here's my question. So, wait. But so, what's 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 your question now? My question is, I just don't get why guys do that. You know what I mean? You have a really good good time with someone. You might want to do it again. And also, it it fucking sucks being a girl because sometimes we just want to go out to the person and just be like, hey, let's do something. But also, we got we kind of have this thing about being tagged as either desperate or you know just like going after and it's always like oh let the guy take action which i hate but i never know what to do okay so, so so here's let me let me make sure i'm getting the gist of this so you're so that happened how long ago was that that was two weeks ago two and a half weeks ago and you've like not heard you've not heard back from the guy since right no not really what do you mean not really yes or no no not no we haven't talked not at all. You've not texted. You've not communicated. Nothing, right? No. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. That's what I want. Like, uh, you just gotta 
you got to just move forward. And like, I know that you're like thinking about him and you thought, oh, the sex is good. Like, why can't I reach out to him? And why am I having an issue with reaching out to him? You know, it's so unfair that women are tagged as desperate if they reach out, blah, blah, blah. And I totally understand where you're coming from because I struggle with the same internal dialogue. And it's because part of you, and this is what I believe it is, because this is what it is for me. Part of me is is a very empowered, forward-thinking, go-getter of a woman who takes charge of her life. I've made a whole life out of nothing. And, you know, I'm, I'm empowered or whatever the fucking word is. On the other hand, so yeah, so why shouldn't I be able to double text or go after a man or, or pursue a guy? Why not? And you know what? I can if I want to. But why do I have the internal dialogue going, oh, I don't want to or it feels weird or um? And it's because if I'm honest with myself, what I really want is to know that the other person wants me enough to pursue me at least a bit and reach out to me. And like, it sucks to have given a guy your vagina and to have sex with him and have it and know that it was a beautiful, cool, you know, feel good experience. And then to hear crickets and like not hear anything back. That sucks because what it says to you, or at least makes you think is, Oh, like what? Like, he doesn't like me that much? Or, like, he doesn't want to do that again? Like, he doesn't want to do that again? How come? Like, or I'm not that special? Or, like, why wouldn't he want to? Like, I don't get it. Like, I would. I already did it once. I would do it again. What's wrong with me? Why doesn't he want to reach out? It's kind of, like, offensive, and it's kind of a bummer. And and you're thinking, I would still just have casual sex with him. It doesn't have to be boyfriend and girlfriend, but he's not even hitting me up to, like, have casual sex with me again. That's kind of a slap in the face and annoying. And... You could reach out, but you don't want to because of the social stigma and because deep down, not even that deep down, you want the guy to pursue you, like old school style, you know? But Mm -hmm. I I mean, do you agree with that or no? Yeah, I I totally understand that. But it's always so strange for me because I've had other experiences where, you know, I was in a group of friends we used to have a teacher who was, you know, like he was kind of in our age group. I was 19 at the time. He was 23. And we went out on on like one day and it was wonderful. It was like really nice, but it was so strange because after he was just like, he just sent me a text like after we left the date and he was just like, Oh, Hey, it was so nice to, you know, have spent the afternoon with you. And then I said, yeah, for sure. And then for some reason we never talked again. And then he would, like, kind of send these indirect signals through friends, like, that we should talk again. And I thought it was so funny because at the time Listen. I was very shy. So I, I never approached men. And it's so Listen. funny how that works sometimes. Like, how Listen, men are. Listen, here's the thing. Here, here, I'm going to say something that's harsh and call in if you disagree. 646-378-0649. But this is what I'm going to say to you because it's what I live by. Men will find you and they will come after you if they want to. They will. They will go after what they want. You know what I mean? Like, and you've already had yeah. sex with this guy that you just had sex with. He got what he wanted. doesn't mean he doesn't like you or think you're cool or didn't enjoy it or have a nice time. But it's like, who knows what he's off doing? Who knows if he's just some, like, bonehead, slow-moving dude who, like, is now he's sidetracked with work or another girl or eating a sandwich or who knows what he's doing. But the bottom line is he's not – 
going after, he already had a taste of what he could have. You know, he ate the whole thing. Like, and now he's not coming, he's not coming after you. And like, so maybe in the future, like, you know, you can do it. It's okay for a woman to use a man for sex. It's okay for women to want to have sex. But whenever we go in and do that, if we move quickly or whatever, you always take the chance of the person never contacting you again. Like I've done that with men. I've had sex with guys and I wanted nothing to do with them and, and, and vice versa. Like that's happened to me. And I've been on dates, but, but, and then, and I've also been on dates with guys who are, that I haven't slept with, who I've had a make out with, who have said, I want to see you again. Can I see you again? And then I go, yeah, sure. And they follow up with a text and they try to make a plan. I oh, know they, they follow up with a text saying, I'd love to see you again. And I go, cool, let's make a plan. And then I never hear from them ever again. So whatever, it doesn't, the point is the men who want to be with you are going to fucking, are going to go after you. And if you don't believe that and you want to try it a new way, that's totally cool and you're comfortable doing it. You can go after a guy that you have a crush on and you can pursue it and make it happen. I've heard girls doing that. It totally works. It's whatever you're comfortable with. But maybe, maybe if you don't like how you feel after having sex with somebody like on a first date, um, because you feel like, Hey, wait a minute. Like what? Hello. Hello. Like maybe, maybe then just don't have sex on the first date, like have sex on the second date or the third date or, or by maybe by the third date or the second date, they'll fall off the face of the earth and you'll be glad that you didn't have sex with them on the first date, you know? Cause I'm, I'm so glad sometimes I, I've had makeouts with guys on a first date. I'm so glad I didn't have sex with them because then they fell off the face of the earth, you know, like uh-huh. it's just, it's just, maybe you just have to like pick and choose better about, you know, who you want to give yourself away to, but it's also, t- and, and, and how quickly, and, and you just have to like, be like a little more discerning with like, uh, who you let inside your privates. But at the same time, you know, you don't even have to feel bad about what happened. You can be like, okay, cool. That was fun. I guess he's not that into me. That's all good. Like no big deal. All that matters is like how you feel about the situation. But right now you're squirming about it and you're like having an internal squirming session where you're like, I don't get it. I don't understand. And like the thing is, it's not for you to understand. You have no idea what this dude's thinking. You don't know. Maybe his parents died. Maybe he hates women. Maybe it's his whole vendetta to have sex with every woman on the planet and never contact them again just to confuse them. Maybe he, who fucking knows? It's not your problem. But you're getting a big hint from him, and the hint is silence. He's not reaching out to you, and that's all you have to go on. And 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 then you're gonna, what you have to do is you have to learn from this experience and go. Well, I didn't, I didn't like how I reacted to that happening to me, and if I don't want to have that reaction again, I can't put myself in a situation where I have sex so quickly because I'm gonna take the chance of feeling confused and offended and bothered, like I did with that dude who just ghosted me, you know, fell off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. So it's every opportunity that you have is, is a, every situation that you experience is an opportunity to learn about what you want for yourself and what you don't want for yourself. So you don't have to feel good or bad about it. You just learned like a new thing, but I am going to get to another phone call. How exciting that I got a phone call from Brazil and Sabine is adorable. And I hope that helped. Um, area code 415. 415. All right, it's not happening. 415 doesn't want to talk to me. All right, I'll try you again in a moment. Area code 818. Hello. Hello, what's your name? How old are you and where are you calling from? I'm Mia. Oh, hi. I never knew I could get through this. You're here. You got got through. Tell me everything. 
Uh, um, my name is Mia. I'm 23. Um, um, <laughs> Everybody's I in 23. Think... Everybody's in 23 tonight. It's, it's interesting. I don't know what that means. <laughs> this is like a love line for girls. It's like love line for everybody. I actually get guy callers too, and every, and I get like gay, straight, bisexual, whatever. Like everybody usually calls in, but tonight it's like very, very feminine, very girly. But what's up with you? Okay, so I actually have two um, dilemma questions, I guess. Um, so one of them is really intense. Um, I DM'd you about it a couple weeks ago. I asked you, how does one atone themselves from cheating? How does a woman atone herself from cheating? Well, what did you have in mind? Are you still with the guy you cheated on? Yeah. And do you want to stay with him and have it work? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's another thing. Um, I mean, yes, obviously, because, like, I ended it with the other guy. Um, and the other, the other dilemma, I guess, which could relate to this is... Uh, I've been with a guy, my boyfriend, for two years and, like, three months. Um, this year was more, like, rough for us. And obviously, like, in every relationship, there's goods and bads. But I feel like this year, there's more bads because, he, like, not a lot of things are stable in this life. But I guess I've been with him because, obviously, I guess I'm just very hopeful. And, like, um, maybe in, in a couple of weeks, he's actually going to have, like, a legitimate place. But I guess what I'm asking is that, like, I guess the first question, um, like, how do I tone myself from all this situation? And uh, am I selling myself short for staying with this guy for such a long time, despite, like, all, all his rough situations? All his rough situations. Well, I mean, I don't even have to ask you about those to just get into this stuff. Like, uh, I mean, first off, I would say, I say, if you want to stay with this guy, don't tell him about you cheating. I don't care if people think that's fucked up out there. You can tell me if you think that's fucked up, but don't. That's more for you to feel less guilty than for him. Like if I were, you know, he doesn't want to know. He doesn't need to know. Don't tell him you cheated. Um, I would go to the, I would go to the doctor. I would get a Pap smear. I would get tested for every STD. Um, I think that's probably the most futuristic, important aspect of all of this. Is like you need to make sure you have. No STDs, no gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis, HPV, herpes, whatever, like everything. Have you done that? Um, I did go to Planned Parenthood like a few weeks ago, but I don't, I think like they didn't have enough like urine samples. So I think I have to go back. No, you need to get uh, blood drawn. No, you need to get, you would know, like you have to go, I want the entire sexually STI or STD panel check. Like you You've got to get your blood drawn. You've got to get, like, cultures done. You've got to have them look at you, like, inside and out. You know what I mean? Like, you've – have you done that? Not yet. This is good information. Um, I mean, the guys – This is – hold on, hold on. This is for anybody out there listening. And I've cheated before. Like, believe you me, I'm not, like, judging you. Like, I – I'll judge myself about it, but not even that. You know, I'm not – I'm single now, and I've, I've cheated in the past. Learn from it. I didn't like the feeling. I didn't like having to lie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it sucks. It's, it sucks. It's horrible. You feel like a shithead. It's like you're always wondering if the person you're with uh, knows. It's cheating, too. cheating. Yeah. What did you say? Yeah, no. 
No, um, there's this article that I read that like when if like if you or no, it's actually a comedic stand up where like I think Bill Burr where like he said, Oh, if you're a cheater, like you're gonna accuse your significant other of like cheating too and like yeah. oh like, are you gonna go to yeah. Yeah, sorry, go on. No, it's like it's I'm not even thinking that. I, I mean, yes, like usually somebody who thinks if I'm if 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 I've if I'm ever in a relationship with somebody who keeps accusing me of cheating yeah, chances are they're cheating and they're projecting on me. But my point was, it's exhausting to cheat because then you're like wondering if the, if your boyfriend knows. Is he on to me? Is he testing me? Oh my God, did he figure it out? Is he fucking with me? Is he pretending he doesn't know? And but the, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck about all that? If you're lucky enough to end, have ended that the cheating relationship, and you want to stay with your current boyfriend, uh, even though you're very young, and I think if you've, if you've already been with your current boyfriend for a while and you've already cheated on him. And you think you're selling yourself short for being with him and, and sticking through the hard time. It sounds like you don't want to be in this relationship. And I don't care if you do or you don't. Like, that's, I'm, if you want to get out, fucking get out. I will hold your hand through it. Like, let's, like, I'll, I'll applaud you. Like, just be honest and be like, this isn't working for me. Like, I love you so much, but, like, I think I just need to be single right now. Like, it's not, it's not feeling right for me. You have to take care of yourself. Like, you can love this person, but if it's not working for you, then you're, you're, you're not you're not a, not a service or the best girlfriend you could be in the situation. It's it's not, it's not the way it should be. And I know things do get hard and, and relationships have ups and downs and blah, 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 but you're 23 years old and it feels like a lot of shit has already happened in this relationship. But that aside, the first thing to do that is so important, that is actually of consequence and importance, you have to get your blood drawn and you have to get tested for herpes uh, you've got to get checked out for herpes one and herpes two. That's HSV one and HSV two. One one of them is genital herpes, the other one is oral herpes, and they can crisscross whatever you have. And you should get tested for HIV, gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis, uh, whatever. They, they got to test you for everything because that's the most important thing. You could have. Did you have unprotected sex with this guy you cheated with? Yeah, I mean, because he said he was, he was saying. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm not judging you, but like, there's nothing you can say that's gonna, like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what he said. Doesn't matter okay. what he said. People are liars. And now you're putting your boyfriend. Do you have unprotected sex with your boyfriend? Yeah. Yes. What the fuck, dude? Like, I'm not mad at you, but it's like you are. I mean, like, I'm like Stupid. your friend. If I'm, just, I'm not. You know, I'm not. Just like this is real fucking shit. This is real stuff. You could be giving him herpes. You could have given him herpes. He could give you like any and not and like that's not even the end of the world. Okay, if you get herpes, like what, but like, but like, it's real shit. Nobody wants to get an STD. Nobody wants to get AIDS. Nobody wants to be HIV positive. Like, so do yourself a favor. Give yourself the best chance you can give. And like, you know, my God. Get tested. Okay. And wear condoms. Wear condoms with your boyfriend and and everybody out there. If you're gonna cheat because life happens and weird shit happens, uh, the scariest thing about cheating is that you're, you know, you're going outside of this agreement, this monogamous agreement you kind of made with, with your boyfriend or whatever. And, and and you're you're bringing in a new partner to at least have protected sex if you're gonna be cheating. So like, listen, get tested and call me next week and let me know you got tested or else I'll be so bummed. Okay. Okay? All right. That's the most Thank you. Well, listen, don't beat yourself up about it, but I'll be so pissed, and, and you should feel a weight on your shoulders until you get 
tested. That's the smartest, most adult thing you can do. You don't have to tell your boyfriend. You don't have to say anything, but you have to get tested. And then if you have something, then you have to tell your boyfriend if you have something. So call me back next week, and I'll find you because you DM me. I know who you are. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put put you on blast, but it's like you know, like at all. No, I just want to like you know. I'm I'm worried. I want to. I want you to check in with me and let me know because this is like real life shit. And just get through it. It is. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome so much. Uh, Area code two six seven. Hello. Hello. What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? Hi. Actually, let me take my my headphones off. Omani. I'm 21. I'm from Philadelphia. What's up with you? Um, I've got some real live shit to tell you. Um, hmm. Where to start? Okay, so I've been talking to this guy for maybe four or five months. And at this point, we haven't met in person until yesterday. So let me go. Let me start from the very beginning. So. We've been talking for maybe four or five months. I'd say four or five months. And we've had, I think we have like 45 mutual friends on Facebook or something like that. And we started talking through Facebook, not face-to-face. I have super weird anxiety and I don't like, you know, calling guys because I have super weird anxiety. So we're texting and I go on his Facebook page maybe last month to go through his tagged photos mm-hmm. on Facebook and all I see is a baby in his tagged photos. I'm like, okay, well maybe it's his nephew. Like I can't jump the gun right then and there. You know what I mean? I can't jump the gun. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's his nephew. Let me stop, you know, whatever. So I asked like my coworkers, I'm like, okay, so what should I do? Should I straight up just ask, like, hey, who's that baby on your Facebook? Because it's so weird to ask a person because, like, no. No, it's not. I'm with you. I want to know who's that baby. <laughs> Who is that baby? <laughs> so they were like, just play, you know, that high school game 21 question. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a good idea. So I asked him, I said, how do you feel about kids? Oh, my and- God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he was like, um, I've gotten better with them in time. I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, you guys have to be patient with them. Um, once they hit a certain age, like, then, you know, they're whatever. But, like, I've gotten better with them. I'm like, okay. So that window of opportunity has been closed. So I then I think we continue to talk or whatever. And then – I went through his Facebook again, and a new tagged photo, like, popped up of the kid. But the picture was from, like, 2013, and it was of him and his ex-girlfriend in a hospital what? laying side by side next to a baby. And the, the caption said, Happy New Family. Oh! So, okay, oh, wait, but, but wait, the story gets really dark. So, maybe, like, I don't know. Last week, two weeks ago, me and my girlfriend, Monica, we went shopping, right? So I'm telling her all about this story. And she's like, okay, let me see a picture of him. I'm like, okay. And I show her the picture of him, and she starts crying. I'm like, Monica, you have to tell me. Like, why are you crying? Like, this is getting really scary. Do you know what she says? She says, 
this is the boy who raped me when I was 16 years old. I Are you fucking with me? No, no, I'm dead serious. And I was like, wait, you can't, you, you, you're, you're joking. Meanwhile, this was during like, what was that? The blue moon that just passed. I don't know what it was. The blue moon where it was like seven days of bad luck. I don't know. And I'm like, Monica, you can't be real. And she was like, yeah, he has like, she, he apparently like anal raped her. And I was like, you know, and I, I have to believe that because he has like an anal fetish. And he's been telling me about this. I'm like, why? Like, for a while. Wait a minute. So, I have a question. Wait, I have a question. You guys can talk about his anal fetish, so you can't ask him who that baby on his Facebook page is? I know. I know. <laughs> Man, he's I know. Crazy. But, but the thing is, the, the same day that happened, so I texted him. I said, do you know who Monica is? He was like, no. I'm like, well, she sent you a friend request, so you should know who she is and he was like don't know who she is i'm like are you sure wait he was like yeah Where is this, going, though? This, is a, this is a fantastic story and this is great but why did you meet up with him after all this and then what happened listen this this is this is the thing that happened so after all this happened like he says he doesn't remember her whatever that's a lie yesterday <laughs> yesterday i went to my friend's party because he threw a party and it was a bunch of his, like, I guess because he's a camp counselor, so it was a bunch of his friends from, like, camp and all this stuff. And meanwhile, I'm over there all the time, so I'm, like, expecting nothing. I look crazy, like, I'm drinking, like, having a good time with my boys, like, whatever. I, maybe 10 minutes after me walking into my friend's house, I go out and I see him just sitting on the couch. And my jaw dropped to the ground, and I literally had to walk away. And I told him, I grabbed my friend, and I said, listen, this is the boy who has a kid who also raped my friend when she was 16. What the fuck is he doing in your house? So I walk out, and he waves at me. I'm like, fuck. Literally did not want, like, this night to even happen. Did not want to meet him. Did not want to see him. I dropped all contact with him. Like, he would message me. Literally would not reply back. I couldn't do it. So, all I'm thinking in my head at this point is just, like, why? Like, why? And he sat me down, and we were talking. And he is very, very intellectual, he seems to really be into me, and I can't. My question is, how do I approach not talking to him in a polite way? Because I can't just be like, hey, you raped my friend. I don't like you. Or like, hey, you have a baby. Well, I could be like that. But the whole raping my friend thing, like, I don't. Oh, I don't, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's there's this weird people pleasing feminine thing that's that's coming up. Like the fact that you're even calling me about like how do you go about it in a polite way? Fuck, <laughs> there, I don't think Fuck there is dude. one. Who cares? No, but it's like just do nothing. Like uh, delete his, delete him from your Facebook, block him, delete him from whatever app you met him on, like block him. Uh, tell your friend to do the same. I don't know why your friend sent him a friend request. You know? I guess, but I think, I think she sent it to him just so, like, 
just so that he knows that she knows that I know. Does that make sense? I, I know it does make sense, but it's like it's it's a really useful way to go about it. And not that that's bad, but I, what I'm going to suggest is tell her to, you know, to delete him as a friend, block him, you do the same, block him everywhere. If he texts you, never text him back. Just fucking ice, ice him out of your, like, like just ghost him a thousand percent. Like he's dead to you. Like he doesn't exist. Like no contact right. and don't, and don't feel guilty about it. Don't give it a second thought. He's, he's, a, he's a liar. He's not clear with you. He, you know, he, I mean, I don't even want to say he raped your friend. Like what else is there to say? Like the fact that we're even talking about him is too much to be talking to him about. Like, I like, know. Fuck, fuck this dude. Not nothing. N- next. Too much weird drama, <laughs> fucking creepy, weird. Did she? Did she ever go to the? Did she go to the police about this? No. Why? Because she just. I think she just wanted it just to be, you know, completely erased from, you know, her memory. Because something similar has happened to me as well, and I haven't contacted any police because I don't want all that back up into my life again does that make sense i kind of don't want to bring but listen but you kind of don't want to bring what i kind of don't want to bring like with the way my life is set up and with the way my friend's life is set up is because we have really i would say really big careers like with my career i i'm a dancer like i'm a professional hip-hop dancer ballet dancer you name it i don't want anything like to I don't know. I don't want, I don't want, I guess, drama intermingling with, you know, what I love to do, which is, you know, dance and stuff like that. I don't want, like, my mom to know. Why don't you want your mom to know? I don't know. I feel like she, well, the the way my mom is, she would go ballistic. Like, she would go crazy. She would absolutely 100% kill that man. Like, you she would kill like, him. What happened with this guy? How old were you? And, like, what did this, what did the guy do? This happened... Okay. This, this is... And, you know, it's not funny, but I was going to say, funny story, I saw him two nights ago. And what happened was, I... What... I've seen him at parties and stuff. This is maybe last year. Last year? It'll be two years soon. But, um... I saw him at the party. We were giving, you know, the flirty eyes, whatever. Like, he seemed like he was hot shit at the time. And I was just so, like, heartbroken by my five-year relationship that I was just, like, fuck it. I will do whatever the fuck I want. I will have sex with this boy and not feel any type of regret. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, we actually you know met up at one point and like after the party and you know exchanged phone numbers and stuff like that and he was like well do you want to hang out one day like super soon because you're very attractive this that and the third like I knew what he was about and I was so about it at this point so we met up we had sex maybe three days later we met up again but this time I was at my friend's house and I, uh, I was like, well, my friend actually, I was telling my friends that this guy 
is driving by just to say hi to me because I looked a mess, sweatpants, you know, hoodie, no makeup. I looked crazy. I was like, I'm just going to say hi to him because he's like two streets away. I'm not going to ditch you guys for like dick. Sorry, I'm not that type of girl. But um, I'm going to go say hi to him and then come right back in. So he's outside. I go out and I get in his car. He parks around the corner and we're talking. We're catching up after seeing each other for like three days. And then he starts driving. I'm like, where are you going? He was like, well, I just want to, you know, make conversation and talk to you. I'm like, okay, well, I have to be back in five minutes. I'm not ditching my friends to hang out with you. Sorry. And he parks up somewhere really sketchy behind this black house. And I was like, okay, what are we doing here? So he pulls in close to me and we're kissing. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like I knew this was going to happen. And then he had this, I don't know what car it was, but it was really, really old and it was really crickety. And he pulled my seat back and I said, what are you doing? And he grabs my phone and he makes out with me. And I think what he did was he hid my phone as we were making out because my eyes were closed. I don't like having my eyes open <laughs> while making out. It's weird to me. So um, we're making out and he hides my phone and I hear my phone go off so many times. It was on vibrate. And I had a feeling it was my friend calling because my friend thought that that guy was sketchy anyway. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I was incredibly vulnerable. I really did not care who was sketchy and who was not at this point in time. But um, then he gets he takes his seatbelt off. Then he gets on top of me. Meanwhile, I'm wearing sweatpants too. So he climbs on top of me. I said, listen, I'm not trying to do this right now. I'm in a really bad mood. Like, I look crazy. Not about it. And he goes, I don't care. And he pulled the actual seat backwards so, like, I could lean back. And uh, he gets on top of me and then, oh, hello, cat. My cat just said hello. Um, He grabs my face and is making out with me as hard as I can. As he's making out with me, he rips my sweatpants off and literally rips them off. Like, my sweatpants are ripped at this point. And then he does it, and I was screaming at the top of my lungs, but he covered my mouth. And it only lasted for what seemed to be hours. It only lasted at least, like, five minutes, and I was screaming, and he held my mouth, like, super close to my face. And I couldn't breathe at this point, and I tried everything in me, and my phone was going off. So I just let it happen for, like, five minutes. And then afterwards, I said, can you please take me home? I'm snot everywhere crying hairs jacked up sweatpants ripped I'm like where's my phone I don't know I'm like where's my phone like why aren't you telling me where my phone is he was like check under your seat he threw it under my seat so I wouldn't call anybody Um. and yeah and afterwards he drops me off because I told him I'd walk. He was like, no, let me take you back. I said, I will fucking walk. Please do not touch me. He was like, I swear I will take you back. So he takes me back to my friend's house. My friends just look at me like I'm crazy. But as I get out of the car, they're waiting for me outside. As I get out the car, he slaps my ass and goes, fun time, right? And then drives off. And that was maybe last year. Yeah, last year. And then Two or three nights ago, I went out, you know, to the bar with my girlfriends, and I have, like, blocked him from everything, blocked him off of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, literally deleted his number, 
and I saw him at the bar with some girl who was clearly drunk. And all I could think about was, like, does she know? Like, does she know he, he likes to rape women? Because apparently oh I'm not the f- and I and apparently I'm not the first. Because I mean, apparently, there my friend who has told me that she knows him has five kids. Has five kids, all from, you know, raping women. He doesn't take care of them. You know, oh he my care goodness! Kids. Okay. Well, listen, I mean, I'm, I'm, we're on the phone, like, we're just best friends talking forever, like, I'm so oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I, I, I was, like, listening to every detail, like, and I get you saying that you don't want to complicate your life, and I, and I get that, and I, I mean, but that's the thing, though, if you don't report him, you know, you take the chance, you take the, you take the chance of like, he's just going to go do that to, to other people and he's not going to have a record. And all these girls, you know, I mean, God, I mean, that's yeah. it's like, look at the fucking Bill Cosby situation. It's like, right. nobody's, fucking, you know, and, and, you know, I really don't think your career will be compromised if, if, if you, if you report this guy, you know, I don't think, yeah. and I think it'd be doing such a service to like helping other girls or like, you know, so this right. isn't happening. Did you did you ever call into like professionals, or did you, if you didn't call the police and you didn't report it? I mean, I think you should tell your mom. I think you should, you guys should. I don't think she goes ballistic as you think. I think you could calm you could calm her down. You could talk about it. Now there's some time since since it happened, and then like file a report. So at least something's been filed. So there's a record on this guy. Because if everybody right. doesn't report him, or, or people don't report people who do this, then you know you're not protecting the next person like it could happen to like that's you know it, unfortunately right. you know what I mean I, I would say mm-hmm. do, do something and then also this is I'm just going to give this number out to everybody because I I'm I'm not a professional I don't claim to be I'm just serving as a big sister who will listen to people and, and hopefully give advice based on my own experience but I have two numbers in front of me this is for you this is for anybody who has gone through some kind of sexual assault or something um it's one is the sexual assault hotline and that number is area code 877-513-2232 it's confidential it's a support line it's the people who can actually like give you uh your kitty's meowing uh, your, hi yeah she's your, saying your, hi your, hi guys your, your kitty wants you to report this, <laughs> this guy, you know, call, call the sexual assault hotline and there's also the rape hotline and that number is uh you can go to uh peaceoverviolence.org and the telephone number is 213-955-9090 and if you just, you know, Google Google, uh, there's a you know, rape crisis center for children and adults, there are a million numbers but I, you know, I've given you two but, yeah I would Thank you so much to, Yeah, thank you for, for sharing that with everybody who's listening because I know that that you're not alone in going through and, you know I, anyway, right. I don't even. But I would seriously consider filing a report on this guy, and I would tell your friend to file a report about the guy who who assaulted her, who raped her. Because right. if, if you, you can't take back what happened to you, you can you can learn from it. You can you know, go to therapy. You can talk about it with your friends. You can you're dealing with it, but you can also right. save somebody else from going through the shitty experience that you went through, and uh, and like you know, that's that's. I'm so sorry yeah. that happened, but you sound like such a badass, and you're so cool, and you're so smart and thoughtful, and like, 
your Oh, thank you. Yeah, I figured I'd try calling in and get big sister advice because I don't really have one. So I figured I'd call Lexi. She might yeah, know you what just, to do. You just ignore this fucking bonehead and don't don't give a fuck about being polite. You just ice them out and completely ignore and don't look back and just keep moving forward and take care of yourself and protect yourself. Oh, my goodness. I think that was the most intense call we've ever had here on Boy Crazy Radio. That reminds me, I mean... I think back about that. There's such a stigma, and I'm going to get to more phone calls in a, in a moment. But I remember, you know, I was raised by a, mis- a total misogynist father. Like, basically, like, he hates women. He would tell me, like, a woman's asking for it. Like, you know, he would he would say things like, you know, if you wear a certain thing, if you're going to wear an outfit like that, and you go to a party and you have a drink, like, of course a dude's going to fuck you. Or it's like, or you don't have a, you're not allowed to say no. Or you're asking for it. That's, that's what things that my father, you know, that's, that's, those are these, those are the horrible, disgusting, toxic things that he would say to me. And, uh, and yeah, I remember being at a party and I was drunk and a guy that was kind of a nerd that I knew had a crush on me. He started making out with me and the make out was fine. I was fine to make out. And that's another thing about being sexually assaulted or being raped and stuff. It's like, just because you make out or have sex one time doesn't mean you, like, just because I have a fucking vagina doesn't mean, like, your dick's allowed in me from then on out. You know what I mean? It's like, if you don't want to do something, my my body's my body. If I don't want to do something or if a girl doesn't want to do something, she says she doesn't want to do it, she doesn't want to fucking do it. And you're not allowed to fucking just ravage her body and, and stick your fucking dick in her body, you fucking piece of shit. Anyway, so I remember being drunk, very drunk at this party. I, this guy takes me back into his room. The guy who's had a crush on me, this gross, gross guy. Ugh. And that's the scary thing about alcohol. It's like your, your guard's down. You're making choices that you would normally make if you weren't uh, drunk. Uh, and we go into the bedroom and we're making out. And he starts unzipping my pants. And I go, no, 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 I don't want to do that. No. And he just, he won't stop unzipping my pants. And I go, no, don't do that. And he won't stop. And he starts pulling my pants down and he starts pulling my undies down. And I'm like, he's like on top of me in bed and we've been making out and then I'm done. Now it's just me telling him to stop doing that. So I just had to, I, I put my hand and I'm 5'11 and I've been 5'11 and like, you know, I don't want to say big cause I'm not fat. How dare you? But I've been like a strapping tall lady, a girl for a long time. And, but he's stronger than I am, even if he is shorter. So I, I actually have to jam my hand and cup my vagina to like keep him out of there. And I go, no, stop it. Get off me. I don't want to do that. And I was drunk. I mean, and I was still like, I'm so lucky. I mean, my God, that I could, that I said that, but I'm luckier. Thank God. Cause there was a moment where he, he didn't stop and he just, just laid on, t- he laid on top of me quiet as if, as if maybe that was the moment he was considering, like, if he was going to keep moving forward with this or if he was, you know, or if I would have changed my mind or something. And thankfully, he got off of me. And I got the fuck out of that room. And I remember, I, I've never lost that feeling. Like, I, I, was, I was, like, 18 years old then. And I still remember that moment being like, whoa. Like, I was in a room by myself. Nobody knew where I was. He locked the door behind us. A makeout turned into whatever he, you know, wanted it to be, and I put myself in this situation. Oh fuck! By the grace of God, you know, he got off of me, 
And those are scary, scary moments. And that's why alcohol and like, you know, you never know what somebody's capable of. It's such a scary thing. If you trust someone or even if you say, you know, oh, I like him. I'm going to go on a date with him. He seems nice. We have mutual Facebook friends, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, you never know what somebody's capable of. And so all we can do as girls, and even then, who knows what's going to happen, all we can do is try to take care of ourselves as best we can and make good choices and look after ourselves and have our girlfriends around and have like code words and meet me back here or don't let me go with him or don't let me get too drunk and stay out here by myself or, um, you know, or drink less. And, Cause we got to like guard our bodies. It's so fucking terrifying. It's so scary. And it, it's scary when it gets, it's like such a weird thing that there's such a phrase as date rape because shouldn't it just be rape? I mean, I get that, like, you know, it's a, it's another layer. It's another nuance of, of rape, but, you know, yeah, we can go on a date with someone. I can make out with somebody if I want, but if I don't want some dude to fucking stick his dick in my fucking vagina or my asshole or my fucking nose or whatever the fuck, like, then don't do it, dude. And if you do, you're a fucking piece of shit rapist. Get the fuck out of here. And girls... I, I don't know. I've never had to report a rape. I get that that's terrifying. I, I would feel the exact same way. How is this going to complicate my life? Is there going to be a stigma attached to me? But you know what? Instead of that and putting all the guilt of being raped on you, I mean, God, the guy who did it or whoever did it should be the one bearing the guilt, like, you know, carrying the weight of that around. Why do we have to carry that around as women? Like, you should just feel like a badass, you know, reporting it I know it's easier said than done I'm just saying I'm just trying to make a point and go towards feeling empowered and brave enough and strong enough to know that like you're going to potentially help save some other girl you know and not let some dude off the hook and not let him think oh fuck I got away with it one time I'll get away with it another time oh cool she was too scared to report me women aren't going to report me they're just scared they're taking all the blame they're people pleasers they don't want to get the stigma of being you know you know whatever yeah, that's another thing. Women being called rape victims. It's like, uh, I don't know. I'm going to go off on this thing. I'm going to take, take phone calls. I, I, I feel like I've got to go to school to learn how to speak more eloquently about all this stuff. I'm speaking for my gut. Okay, area code 919. You've been on hold for such a long time, 919. Are you there? 919, he doesn't want to talk. Okay, sorry. Uh, area code 267. We already chatted for for an eon. I know who did. This, this is my friend. Okay, this is who I'm like all like incensed by. Okay, um, not you. It's your story. Uh, area code 601. Oh, hello? Hello? What's hello? your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi, um, my name is Gwen. I am 26, and I'm calling from Mississippi. How are you doing? Thank you for calling in on one of the heaviest, most intense episodes of Boy Crazy Radio uh, that we've ever encountered. Yeah, it was really heavy. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I feel like I'm my question. I feel like my question is going to be like a big kind of letdown from the heavy question that you just. Got. No, it's like no, no, no. The goal is not to only have calls. From you know about people having been raped or whatever. Like no, this is like this is great. It's everything. Like we're women. We're talking about being women and things we encounter. And uh, you tell me about whatever the fuck it is you want to tell me about. Oh uh, well, I was I just got back from a date with a guy I really like, 
and I was calling because I I don't I don't know like how do you know when something's going to become like official or not like how do you know if they really like you or if they just I don't know what it is how do you know what the situation is well how many dates have you guys been on this is your first date no this would be the fifth day in like seven days like the first four days we knew each other we hung out like constantly and then he started work and then um Oh yeah, and then it's also like, am I am I crazy for thinking it's like too soon to know anything? But like, then he started work, and we talked for two days. Like we texted because he was at work and he couldn't hang out. And then we hung out today, and I'm not gonna be able to see him. He's going, he's leaving town uh, for two days, and I won't be able to see him until like Sunday now. Okay, well, you guys seem like you're crazy about each other. You sound like you're like this sounds exciting, right? Yeah, it's exciting. It's just that, like, I'm confused because, you know, like, I I met him on Tinder. So it's kind of like, uh, like oh, what is... that's okay. Huh? Well, here's the thing. That's, that's okay because everybody seems to be on a dating app. Not everybody is, but a lot of people are. Even I'm on some weird dating app except I'm on, like, the Illuminati Tinder where it's called Raya or Raya <laughs> or something. And it's super cool. Oh, and weird. I haven't... And, oh, my God, it's incredible. It's like... It's it's whatever it's it's like this it's like a um elitist Tinder but I think it's cooler to call it Illuminati Tinder but whatever so yeah. I I've been experiencing what it's like to date on an app and I get it that it seems like oh who knows you can't really trust people blah blah like but well I mean you can, he, you can find love on an app. I think you can. He said, like, I was talking to him one day, and he was saying that this isn't casual for him and that he really likes me. He said those things. But, like, people say things, like, you know, and, like, I didn't want to – I just don't know. Like, because in the past, as far as, like, relationships, people have said things to me, and they just said them to get in my pants, and then they disappeared. But then also the difference is that, like, it wasn't like I talked to him every day. Like, I talked to him every day. And the days we don't see each other, we text. And, like, basically I I feel like even though I've only known him for, like, a week, I feel like I've known him for, like, three months because we talk every day. I think what you have to do is, and I totally get where you're coming from, but I think what you have to do is you just have to continue getting to know him, you have to continue doing what you're doing, and then it's just going to, like, totally figure itself out. And at some point, if you guys are dating for like, I I don't know, I usually cap it off at like two months or something. But if you're at like two months and nobody said like, oh wait, are we exclusive? Are we monogamous? Are you my boyfriend? Are you, am I your girlfriend? Like then that's when shit starts to feel weird, and you're like, what? It's been two months. Like what are we doing? Yeah. So I, I think, usually feel I like think, what? yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you, you you think what? Tell me. I think the reason I feel weird is because. I, I'm I'm used to just, like, waiting or whatever. And, like, I've always been cool with, like, let's just go with the flow. And then usually what happens, I feel like we go I would go with the flow for so long, and then, like, nothing happens. And then they, like, meet somebody else, and they start dating someone immediately after that. And, it, and I'm like, here I was waiting to see what was going to happen and, like, sleeping with you and doing stuff with you. And we and you were just, like, never really intending that for me. Well, the difference with this guy is that he's already said, oh, like, I really like you, and I don't want to be casual, and 
stuff like that. And I also haven't slept with them, so that's also another difference. Well, that's good. And just, like, here's the thing. You have to pay attention to how you're feeling and not just pay attention to, like, wondering if he likes you and what he wants with you. Like, you just got to keep dating him, keep texting him, keep talking to him, keep seeing him. Um, and then while you're doing that, assessing whether or not you're, like, falling in love with him or, or, and you potentially want to just only see him and not see nobody else. So, yeah, you know, so just, like, let it keep I mean, flowing. I guess I'll say flowing. Let it keep flowing the way it's flowing, and then, and then you'll kind of just know. Like, if you'll get to a point where you'll you'll like, and I feel like I don't know. I feel like it'll probably be soon. You'll get to a point where where the idea of him going on a date with anybody else will like enrage you and make you freak the fuck out. <laughs> and 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 it seems like you guys are both like talking and communicating so much right now. It seems like there wouldn't be an opportunity for for either of you to be dating another person. But who knows? But um, are you guys still on? Yeah, the that's what I keep thinking. Like, huh? Are you guys still on Tinder, or or did you like close down your like? Well, I closed down mine. I closed down mine because I know myself. Well, I didn't like shut it down. I just like deleted the app, which like basically your profile stays the same. So if you like just you know go get it out of your deleted app, it's still there. But yeah. um, I knew I was only going to get on it to like see if he had been on it, and I didn't feel like worrying about that shit. So I just like deleted it and I figure like I'll get on there I can because my profile isn't actually shut down it's just going to say that I haven't been on in two days is what it's going to say see that's another thing I've got to ask my friends about that kind of etiquette where it's like really weird it's uh that's like one of the futuristic modern issues of dating meeting people on an app because let's say you get serious and you start having a crush on someone and you like someone and a week is like too soon to you know it is get, it is get mad soon. at him yeah, I get mad at him for being on the app because, you know, he's a guy. He might also, like, forget that he might not look at it or he might look at it, but it's like he's allowed to. Um, and maybe he just isn't, like, shutting it down. But you don't even know that because you haven't checked yet. But, like, at some point, if you've been together for a month or a month and a half and then you notice yeah. that he's still on that app, you can be yeah. like, hey, are you still on Tinder? Like, are you dating other people? And you, you're allowed to ask questions as long as you ask them in a cute, upbeat way and it's not like a week and a half into the non-relationship because you guys are just hanging out, getting to know each other. You've only spent, I mean, if you like add up the hours, this is what my therapist always tells me when I start telling him about a guy that I'm obsessed with who I'm falling in love with or I'm, you know, crazy about. He goes, yes. how, many, how many hours do you think you've, like, you've actually known this guy and spent time with this person in, 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 in person? And, and I'll be like, uh, like eight hours. And like, that's crazy. Yeah. So, so you're just, you're right. Like, that is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget about that. Like, don't forget about that. You have, you haven't really known him that long. So just keep doing what you're doing. Enjoy it. It sounds really fun. It sounds like you're super excited about it. it sounds like you're like being in the moment and you're like falling in love or you're getting, or you're getting, you're infatuated with this person. And it sounds like it's yeah. reciprocal. And, and then, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely infatuated. I'm definitely infatuated. Yeah. And like I'm def I guess I guess I just started getting nervous after our date tonight and like we kinda we kinda hooked up. We didn't have sex but we like hooked up some and I I guess started getting nervous, like what if I like really start to like him and then he's not feeling the same way and I would rather like know now which but I don't want to say anything to him because it's gonna scare him away, but I would like rather know now so like I can just like not go down that road. Because I I can already tell that he's someone that I could like fall in love with like I can oh my god 
listen, I do this with guys that I've never met that I've seen on an application that I've that like that I like match with. I'll be like, oh my god, he's five. <laughs> He's six five. He's gorgeous. He has a good job. I cannot. I can. Really, I think you know. I've seen his friends on his Instagram account. I've done a lot of internet stalking. I really feel like his mom would like me. Like I really feel like he could be a boyfriend. I could introduce him to my friends. He seems hilarious. Like I swear. Like I will go down a fucking wormhole and create I do that. An entire, yeah, I do that, I do and I create that. a whole life. I create a whole life for us, and I'm like, yeah, I, I, I like this guy. And then, like, you know, how like, do you stop yourself from doing that? Like, well, how do you stop? You just, I mean, you just, you can just whatever, do whatever you're going to do, but just, like, have a sense of humor about it and be self-aware about it. Because, yeah. like, I do that, and then I laugh at myself about it because then I made, you know, I made a date with this guy, and then he just, like, never, never followed up. We never ended up meeting anyway. So, like, the joke was, like, I never even met him. I never even talked to him on the phone. <laughs> it's like, this is whatever. So here's the thing. This is what happened. This is what another caller was kind of dealing with. And this is something that I'm going to deal with soon, I feel like, when I meet somebody that I'm lucky enough to be excited about. Because what you're yeah. talking about is what you're talking about is something really familiar to me. And I haven't felt that for a while, but you're bringing back these memories. Um, yeah. I'm, going to you for, I'm going to mute you for a second because I'm just going to go off on a bit, and then I'll come back to you. But uh, uh, it, you want to control shit? Like that girl Jacqueline who called in earlier where she's like been burned in the past and she wants to know if somebody likes her and you want to know if this guy likes you and is he going to, what does it all mean? Um, is he going to hurt your feelings? Uh, does, is it serious? Could it be serious? And it's like, take a breath. You can't control the situation. This is what it means to make yourself vulnerable and to jump into something and to go, fuck it. I'm going to make myself vulnerable. I have no control over the situation and I I'm so excited about this person I've given them power to hurt my feelings now fuck this is scary and terrifying and then you're trying to like control it by overthinking it and you want to like potentially ask him if like he really likes you and if this is going to be a real thing you can't ask him that you'll push him away and he doesn't know anyway if you did ask him he doesn't fucking know just like you don't know so you just have to keep doing exactly what you're doing take it day by day Step by step, and like, and yeah, it's terrifying. But just try to forget about that, and try to like find the joy and excitement, and uh, about like not knowing what's gonna happen. Like, oh my God, you're gonna have sex at some point. That's gonna be exciting. Uh, yeah, he might never call you back afterwards, and that's but whatever. You're gonna take that chance because it's worth it. Because you're fucking jumping off a cliff, and it could be epic, or you could like plummet to your death. But like. That's what living's all about. We're all just decaying and dying, and, and you know, we're going to die soon anyway. So it's like, you know, take these fun chances. If it doesn't work out with this guy, there'll be another person, and there'll be like 20 duds in between the two exciting people for you. But I think what what's happening is you're just trying to control it. Um, are you there? Yeah, I think, yeah I'm there. I'm here. Uh-huh. So what, what are you thinking? Yeah, I completely agree. I've had, like, a lot of duds recently, and this is the first guy that I've liked like this since, like, last year. Like, in, in my entire life, I know I'm only, like, 26, but in my entire life, I've only, like, he would make three guys the way I like this. And, like, I've dated, like, lots of people, but, like, I haven't liked anyone the way I've liked him in, like, a long time. Well, then instead of being, like, 
like going at it with your fists clenched and like with this attitude of like, oh God, I really like him. I really don't want to lose this. I don't want to lose it. I want it to be good. I want it to be good. I want it to be good. Instead, you've got to, you've got to like, and as hard as it sounds, it's so much easier said than done. You've, you've got to go, okay, this is fucking cool. Oh my God, I met this really cool guy. I'm so excited. All right, how do I, how do I maintain this? Okay, and here's how you do it. You continue doing all your own shit that you usually do, like your work stuff, your life stuff, your friends. You've got your family, your friends, uh, your bikini waxes, yeah. your, your mani-pedis, uh, reading books, focusing on your career, planning out your life because you have a big life ahead of you with a guy in it or without a guy in it, right? You've got a ton of shit to do. And if you focus, yeah. on, all, if you focus on all the cool shit that you want to accomplish in your life and you have a bunch of dreams and a bunch of goals and you have a job and you're self-sufficient, you're only going to be more enticing and sexy and, and a badass. And that is, like, so cool and attractive. So, may, like, keep your attention on yourself and all the wonderful things about you that you would be doing if you had never met this guy. And then, and then be thankful that you have now somebody to talk about all these cool things that you are do, that you're up to, you know? Like, you can... Now you have somebody to like impress and he has, yeah. you know, and he can, and he can impress you with all the cool shit. Hopefully he's up to some cool shit too. And you guys can like inspire each other and be two fully realized people who are dating each other. And then if, if it's meant to be for whatever duration of time, like cause you're, you are very young. If you guys are meant to date for a long time, that'll just yeah. happen. And if you're not, that's just going to, happen too it's it's all going to just like go the way it's going to go so in order to yeah. give yourself in order to give yourself the best chance at this budding new exciting relationship that you've just come across you have to be self-sufficient remember who you are be grounded in yourself don't put yourself second and like give all your power away to this dude keep like killing your soil as they say <laughs> oh my god keep keep <laughs> Yeah, keep doing that shit because it makes you fucking cool as fuck and a badass. And that way, you know, you won't completely lose yourself in someone else because that's, you know what I mean? So I hope that helps. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree. I know that's what I need to do. And I need to, like, stop, like, obsessing and thinking about him. It's, like, just hard. But, like, I really, I know that that's what I need to do. Like, I know it. But at the same time, it's really fun to be, like, thinking about him a lot and having all those endorphins and pheromones and like oxytocin yeah. or whatever. Like it's so fun to be like, Oh my God, I only want to talk about this guy. And like, you're thinking about him and you're talking to me about him and you're probably smiling and you're like all this stuff. Like, yeah. That's cool too. <laughs> so, so don't beat yourself up for feeling that way, but just like, just like bask in how like you're all like excited about this dude. That's great. So you've got all this, you're all, all your own personal life shit to do all your regular responsibilities and dreams and goals to take care of. But then you get to be excited about this guy you have a huge crush on who actually likes you back, which is so cool. Yeah. So everything is good. Cool. So like, yeah. So, like, lucky you. Stop bragging, you jerk. Just kidding. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. God, I want a crush. How come I can't find a guy that I have an animalistic makeout with who isn't in, the, in, the, in, the, in an open relationship? Um, area code 919. Hello? Nine one nine. Why do you keep calling me and then hanging up? You don't have to do that. Everything can be perfect if you let it. 
Um, area code 415. 415, who are you wearing? What are you feeling? You're laughing at that? It makes you laugh? All right, I'll, I'll mute you, 415. I know you don't want to talk. I know you don't want to talk to me right now. Um, I feel like 415 is probably somebody I know. And then they're too scared to speak, but they want to know what this bizarro podcast is all about. So maybe I'll have to look their number up in my phone and see if I know them. Uh, anyway, listen. Oh, my God. It's a record evening. It's, we almost went two hours here on Boy Crazy Radio. Unfucking believable um, You know what's exciting? The fact that uh, we talked about crushes tonight. We talked about rape tonight. We talked about feelings, um, consequences goals, taking care of yourself, not having casual sex with the guy you had a, an animalistic uh, chemistry with. I'm so proud of me. I must be such an adult. I thought I was going to have casual sex. I thought I could do that. Turns out making out is enough. And I actually do want to fall in love. And I only want to have sex with people that could potentially love me and want to be my boyfriend. Ah, you guys. Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by iboycrazy.com. Tune in next week and every week, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, you can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Yeah, motherfucking iTunes. And uh, Boy Crazy Radio is a listener-supported show. If you'd like to make a donation, if you think that anything I do here is something that you uh, want to donate to or whatever, you can do that by going to imboycrazy.com and clicking the donate button on the right-hand side. I'm excited to announce that I have a new Alexi in Bed episode coming up. It's a talk show that I produce and host, uh, sponsored by Cheeky Undies. You are going to love it. It's just me and, and a cool girl named Dee Larson chatting about life um, and what it means to be a woman. And we're in our undies, and she's twerking, and I'm hula-hooping. There's something for everybody in that interview. Uh, all right. And with that, I'm going to say this. I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you.
news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer end 1716-721818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.